Hey, Fitness Business Secrets listeners. Today, we get to listen to part one of my two-part interview with Sheena Jones. She's a successful online personal trainer with online products, a mother of four, and her own transformation story. So today, we get to hear how she used her transformation story from a high of 250 pounds to inspire others and create a really strong following. So besides hearing how she gained her momentum to lose so much weight after her fourth child, we also get to find out how she gained so much momentum and such a strong following just from her friends and family on social media. Now, turning your following into a real business is hard. She actually charges $750 to $250 per month, depending on the client type. Find out how she structures her program so she can have a really profitable business without having to acquire a ton of clients. You're gonna find out what she includes in her program to justify her prices, and also the macro percentages she uses for her clients. In addition, we get a little bit into nutrition, and she talks about the pitfalls to avoid when using the BMR calorie calculator to estimate daily calorie needs. It's a really good interview, stay tuned. Fitness coaches, get more clients by learning the secret techniques successful trainers and gym owners are using to grow their business in person and online. Create multiple streams of income by training clients online, selling challenges, and growing your membership. This is the Fitness Business Secrets Podcast, and I'm your host, Christy Oshita. I've built two fitness businesses to about a half million dollars each by improving marketing, sales, and operations. Let's grow your sales and your clients. Today on the show is Sheena Jones. Just a few years ago, she was a mom trying to lose weight. But with tenacity, she built up a following as she lost the weight at a high of 250 pounds. Now she looks stunning and has a strong social media presence and has a very profitable online personal training business. She has high ticket clients of $750 a month and general coaching clients from $150 to $250 a month. Oh, and she also has digital products that she sells daily. Hey, Sheena, welcome to the show, Fitness Business Secrets. Thanks for being on it. You have an incredible Instagram page with really an incredible story and great pictures. So, Ms. Gorgeous, how are you doing today? And I'm good. <laughs> thanks for being on the show. Tell me, how did you get into personal training and how long have you been servicing clients? Okay, so basically getting into personal training kind of happened just as like a natural progression. After I had my last child, I was 250 pounds. So I was really struggling with trying to lose weight and just not eating properly. So I started to educate myself on the proper way to eat good nutrition and looking into other forms of training. I was a big runner and I was not clearly not outrunning my diet. So I started bodybuilding and lifting heavy and it was just kind of things started falling into place. I was really passionate about training right and eating properly. So I educated myself. I got certified um, through NASM as a personal trainer, a nutrition coach and with a specialization in weight loss. So after that, I just 
kind of hit the ground rolling and decided, all right, this is my passion. This is what I love to do. I'm going to transition my career over into personal training and helping people overcome struggles with weight loss and dieting, especially other other parents, other mothers that are going through kind of the same thing that I went through. So it just became my passion and that's what I started doing. And I think I really just really launched things probably three or four months ago, March. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I'm really new. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you have an incredible Instagram following and we'll definitely get to that. So this is interesting. And I, I feel like there's more to the story. So if it's okay, I mean, 250 pounds, in, you mentioned you have four kids and you're like, oh, I just started. I mean, what was, was there a point where, because it, I would imagine at that weight, you might have felt a little hopeless. Like you might've oh, not yeah. thought you could Absolutely. get. To, Absolutely. I mean, right now you'd think oh, it's easy. So what, what was that like at that time? It was really hard because I was never a big person. I was always, you know, athletic and I played sports and stuff and I never had the struggle of kind of getting back into shape after my first couple of children. I had some a couple of high-risk pregnancies right back to back, which kind of led to some excessive weight gain and I just could not lose the weight. So I started pretty much what everybody kind of does, I think when they're extremely obese and they're feeling exercises and doing what it's supposed to do. So you look to those diet uh, fads. I'm going to do this detox or I'm going to try these pills. So I went through all of that, just really trying to, I guess, cheat the system. And you lose a little bit because it's water weight. So you do see some results and you're like, oh, okay, cool. This is going to work for me. This is going to work. It's awesome. And then you gain back the 10 or 13 pounds that you lost while you were doing that. And I was stuck in a cycle where I was really just losing the same 13 pounds over and over and over again. And I say 13 because it was 13 <laughs> pounds specifically. I remember it really vividly because it was so hard for me. You don't feel like yourself. I was neglecting my own self-care and my confidence level was not where it should have been and wasn't healthy and I didn't feel good. So I knew that I needed to really do something different than what I was doing. And I Mm -hmm. didn't know exactly what it was that I needed to do, which is where the learning and the researching and stuff came in. And once I was really able to learn and educate myself on nutrition and how food affects the body and the proper way to train, I was able to actually start making changes and see results, real actual results. And that's kind of what made me so passionate about fitness and personal training. And how long was it for those kind of the yo-yo diets where you would only lose 13? About how long was that period? That was probably a good six to 12 months. I wasn't super, super focused on it in the beginning right after my son was born because I was also breastfeeding. That's a whole another element to trying to lose weight. So I didn't even bother really, really trying for, you know, the first few months after I had him. But then when I did start trying to lose weight 
I just wasn't getting anywhere. So yeah, it was probably from about the time that he was six months old to about the time he was a year when I decided, okay, I'm going to really buckle down. It was about when he was a year old. And that's when the transitions for me really, really started to take place. It was about six months mm -hmm. of really just struggling with losing that same 13 pounds. Mm -hmm. And so it sounds like you were trying and then you researched... What exactly did you do differently? I mean, was it just the bodybuilding and how was your diet different that really started to make things change? Okay. So I initially was kind of just a runner. I would do a little bit of YouTube videos of resistance training, but nothing really heavy as far as weight training went. The bodybuilding and actually lifting weights and lifting heavy and doing it the right way, I think was probably massively impactful, but it doesn't matter how you train if your diet is not on point. So it was really just the actually stopping making the excuses and really looking at what I was putting into my body. It doesn't matter if you go through the day and you're eating really well from sunup to sundown and then you hop in bed and you have a sleeve of Oreos. <laughs> like <laughs> That is not going to get you where you want to go when it comes to your, your weight loss goals. So I had to really take a look at what I was putting in my body and start um, calculating my macronutrients and really paying attention to what I was eating. I started weighing and measuring things and was really, uh, really diligent about sticking to a diet and sticking to a plan. What really kind of kicked me off and got things rolling for me was I started doing keto. And I saw some really good results with that really quickly. I don't do it anymore, obviously, because obviously we need carbs to function, but <laughs> it was really beneficial. Least. And I think when you're on a diet that you can adhere to, that is going to help you maintain a deficit because that's all that dieting and nutrition is about. When you're in a deficit, you lose weight. When you're in a surplus, you're going to gain. If you're eating at maintenance, you stay the same weight. So it was just figuring out the right way to eat, the right amount of things to eat and really paying attention to how I was fueling my body that made all the difference in being able to really start seeing some good results. Hmm. And to kind of find the right path because the, the effort was there before. Right. What, did you have a coach or what, what, is there anything that really helped you figure out the right path or you just finally tried? No, to I actually you? just dove into research and I figured it out for myself. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of why I'm such an advocate for it and so passionate about it. And I know how hard it is to actually do what I did. A lot of mm -hmm. people look to a trainer to do for them what I was able to do for myself, which also kind of made me really want to help people because it was, it was hard. It was a lot, a lot of late nights up studying and just constantly being divulging all of my free time that I didn't have as it was anyway, yeah. into learning how to eat and how to train in order to reach specific goals or adaptations that you're looking to achieve with your fitness. So it was mm -hmm. It was very interesting. And I know a lot of people are not really just the general population is not going to do that and they're not capable of doing it. So that's why another reason why I really wanted to 
get into coaching and personal training is just to take mm-hmm. that part out of it for people so that they don't have to go through just that much more of a struggle in order to lose weight or get fit or compete in their first bodybuilding competition or whatever their goals may be. Mm-hmm. So my next question then is, and I probably should have started with this with is, so you went on this journey and you'll have to tell me how long it, it took you. How did you integrate your Instagram and your social media, because it sounds like you started to get followers just by sharing your journey. How did you start integrating that? I actually wasn't really focusing on marketing my Instagram or my Facebook towards my business. When my following initially started, I was just basically being myself and sharing my journey and sharing my stories and people that it would resonate with would, you know, start to follow me. So I kind of organically built a following based around what I was doing just by being my authentic self and being honest and sharing things that I was going through and my ideas and my struggles and my photos just accountability was really what I was doing by sharing things on social media. Uh, If I'm posting my gym selfie every day, then that I'm here and I'm doing the work and I'm checking in and I get usually an outpouring from people that will check in with me or send me direct messages and say, hey, I saw your picture today. I wasn't going to go to the gym. Now I'm going to the gym. Thank you for the inspiration and just things like that. So it really wasn't initially a push to build a following. It just happened organically with me speaking to a specific Mm -hmm. crowd or people that were in the same position that I was in. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people are thinking, okay, so so maybe that wasn't your intention, but you you did a few things that did work well mm-hmm. and you were being vulnerable. When did you start recording your journey on social media and how often did you post? Probably from the very beginning. So it's from the time that I really started really pushing to lose the weight and transform myself. That was about three years ago, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So I've just posted probably at least once a day to start out with. That's not what I do now. Right now, what the going rate for posting on social media is at least one permanent post and no less than four stories daily. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Write that down. (laughs) More stories, the better, but make sure that you're doing at least four stories and Mm -hmm. one permanent post. I like to kind of focus with my Instagram. I'll either post a picture with something inspirational, just my thoughts on a subject or something that's going on, or I will post uh, instructional workout videos based on what it seems like people that follow me are really interested in, which is core workouts and glute workouts and things like that. So since I am working with a lot of women, that's the things that they're interested in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They want tight little waist and a great lower body. So I like to post will kind of attract women that are looking for the type of physique that I've been able to sculpt for myself. Mm -hmm. How long did it take you? So at what point did you start your documentation? Did you take a picture of yourself on day one? 
or when did you kind of first say, Hey, I'm starting to lose weight. Here's my, um, when I actually started to see results for myself was when I was like, okay, I'm going to start sharing this because this is actually working for me. So that's when I started to kind of gain a little bit more confidence. And I was like, awesome. All right. Well, I feel really good about what I'm doing and where I'm going and the results that I'm getting. So I'm going to start sharing this. So it was probably maybe about six months into really changing things up for myself that I really got serious about sharing pictures and parts of my journey and results and stuff like that. And about how many pounds, you might've made a lot of progress by that point. About how much were you weighing by when you first started your journey on Instagram and social media? When I first started, I was, I think just over 200. I can't remember exactly. Mm -hmm. I think it was around 213-ish. That's that 13 pounds (laughs) that I was dealing with. It was somewhere around 213. So that's when I kind of really started sharing things. And initially, before I even really got into a huge push with thinking about bodybuilding, I dropped about 40 pounds just by switching up my diet. My training was still relatively the same. I was running, just doing minor resistance training stuff at home, nothing serious. It was probably more muscular endurance type of stuff. But when I really got into, you know, hypertrophy and trying to build muscle in order to do compete in a bodybuilding show, that's when things kind of transitioned and I got a little bit more serious about sharing things. So there was an initial six months push where I lost about 40, 50 pounds and started really sharing things like my daily runs and stuff like that. And just photos of my progress. I would take a picture of myself in a shirt that I had on a couple of months ago next to a picture of myself in the same shirt without really even realizing that I'd made the changes that I'd made. And I was really just proud of myself. So I was sharing my own accomplishments like, hey, This is awesome. I didn't know that this is how drastically different that I looked at this point. So sharing things like that, I think was really beneficial and people would be like, wow, that's amazing. What are you doing? So it generates that, that kind of dialogue and that interaction with people that could possibly become future clients for you. Yeah. And, and when did you start seeing people follow you? I had a lot of people following me from the very beginning, I guess, friends and family. So as I started to do a little bit more and push a little bit more. They just started to gradually trickle in a little bit. I wasn't Mm -hmm. officially purposely marketing myself on Instagram until maybe about a year ago. So that first year or so, year and a half, it just was really just regular, organic, regular people growth. I don't know. (laughs) It wasn't focused on my business because I didn't realize at that point in time that I was going to be having a business. But I do think that just kind of sharing my story and my accomplishments and my progress, progress was such a big thing that people were drawn to, especially some of the other moms that would follow me that were like, okay, wow, we knew you when you were 250 pounds, or we saw you when you were 200 pounds and stuff. And we have, we've seen those pictures and they're like, you look insanely amazing now. That's crazy. How did you do that? So that's been something that has definitely generated clientele for me. Hmm. Okay. So 
Now let's get into your current social mm-hmm. media strategy then, uh, because it sounds like you're getting clients. To start off about how many clients do you, are talking about your business model, how many do you train, I guess, or how many clients do you have a month? Monthly, it kind of varies it's depending upon whether or not I'm just like throwing out a just a custom four-week plan. Those I can probably do 20, 30 a month. I highest level tier coaching people. I typically will only take four because that's, it's seven fifty a month. So mm, <laughs> they get okay. a lot of my attention and yeah. that it's more of a wellness kind of whole, whole life coaching situation. I only have room for four of those monthly right now with just my, from my 150 to 250, which is basically weekly check-ins. We do weight measurement pictures. I'll tweak their meal plan and their fitness plan based on results weekly. So I usually will have about 10 to 15 of those going at one time. Mm, Okay. So you have about four $750 clients and then how many, what was the 150 to $200 clients? Uh, right now I've got 10. 10. Okay, great. And then you kind of do, so it sounds like you do a weekly coaching call or is it, mm-hmm. a, and then they do a weigh-in. And measurements. Measurements, great. And then they do the meal plan. You kind of tweak their program. For that part, I, I'm always curious about the program, food and exercise because it could take a lot of time. How do you do the food, the meal plan in particular? Do you give them specific meals and then they choose? How do, how does it work? So it doesn't take too much time and it's flexible for them. Now I have a couple of different options that I offer for people. Most people I'm trying to push them into a lifestyle change. So Mm -hmm. it's regular things that they can adhere to and stick to. I provide them with breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snack and the recipes that coincide with it and exactly how much they need to be eating of everything. So it takes the guesswork out of it for them. They just Mm -hmm. follow along basically Mm -hmm. like, okay, what do I having for breakfast today? This is my breakfast. This is my lunch. This is my choices for my snack. And this is my dinner. If I'm doing something a little bit more strict where we've got maybe a show that somebody wants to do, or they have three months to lose such and such amount of weight for a wedding or some sort of event or something that they want to go to, then I'll, I'll meal prep. I'll have them do meal prep things and it's a little bit more boring, but they don't have as much wiggle room or as many options for things and it's strict. So those are the kind of the two options that I go through with meal planning. And it's also different. The difference is reflected in the price of the training and the coaching, of course. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like for your clients, where you kind of tweak their program, you actually tell them, you basically tell them exactly what to eat because there's some people just do kind of broad things and then, this, but this sounds very specific. It's, it is yeah. very specific. Mm-hmm. Like eat this. This is exactly what you need to do because what I do for the most part is I will calculate their macronutrients. And then I create the meals based on what they need to have and the amounts for each individual person. But it's individual, but then it's also not as individual. And this is a business side of it because once I've done it for 10, 20 people Mm -hmm. and I go in and I calculate someone's macronutrients and it's very similar to someone else's that I've already done a meal plan for, I don't have to go through and completely make a whole new meal plan for a hundred different people. Some of the 
stuff is you're able to reuse. It's not as time consuming as it sounds because, Mm -hmm. but for the customer, they're like, oh, I'm getting this customized meal plan that's based just on me. Well, it is, it's based on your macronutrients, but they feel like it's personal and it's just, just for them. But if I have 20 of them already created, then that's what I pull from. And I only use a specific number of, you know, recipes. I've got maybe 50 recipes right now that I use Mm -hmm. for people, Uh, like 10 smoothies, some breakfasts and some lunches and some dinners. And I just cycle through those. And for the most part, people don't get bored. They enjoy uh, what they're eating. If I do run into someone that has special needs or allergies or they're vegetarian, then it does take me a little bit more time. But I do I do charge a premium for that because vegetarian um, and vegan diets are <laughs> not my, my not my thing. It's not even really my recommendation, but I will work with anyone. So it does take me a little bit more time to figure out those kinds of meals for people. So I do charge a little bit more when it comes down to dietary restrictions and preferences for food. I've got a girl that I'm working with now that just doesn't like seafood, which really limits a lot of what I can provide her to eat. So I just let her know up front, like, hey, you're you're limiting yourself. So if I create you a meal plan because you don't like shrimp, you're making it to where you don't have as many options. So I make sure that I preface that up front so that I'm not putting myself in a position where I'm having to give someone too much for the amount of money that they're paying me. I'm not going to overextend myself if it's not worth it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you have preset plans and then you Mm -hmm. customize and then you'll charge a premium if it's sort of out of your normal scope. And what, what's the macros you usually use for protein, carbs, and fats? The percentage wise, you mean? Yeah. Okay. So for fats, I usually keep it a little bit lower um, than what is recommended, but I try to go 40, 60 with carbs, 20, 30 protein, and then 15 to 30, depending on how things are with fats. Okay. And what's the calories you usually use? It's just dependent upon what they, what they're TDEE is or their daily expenditure. So I go through and I calculate that individually with for each person. I like the Mifflin St. George equation for that is the one that I prefer using. Hmm. Okay. Okay, cool. And what uh, software do you usually use to calculate the macros? I actually don't do a software. I just use the equation and I go through and I do the math myself. I mean, I could, I mean, easily they have it available. So you can just plug it in and you can Google it. It's not like something that's not really common knowledge. It isn't a secret. So you can just jump on Google and Google Mifflin St. Jor calorie calculations. Mm -hmm. But you have to really actually have a little bit of a knack for the minor nuances in the amount of calories that a specific person needs. So you do have to, it's something that you have to learn and kind of play with or just even have a real knack for. For instance, it was a guy that I was working with in his upper upper 30s, almost 40, really, really fast metabolism, struggling mm-hmm. to put on weight. 
And he went through and he's like, well, look, this is this is what they say. The calculator says my nutrient or my macro should be. And I'm like, that's not enough for you. It just isn't clearly. So I added probably another 400 calories worth. Mm. And he was able to put on eight pounds of lean muscle in a matter of a couple of months. So you just have to be able to have an eye for it and really understand it well. Mm-hmm. It's also something that you might have to just learn as you go um, because there is a science to it, but there is also a little bit more to it per individual person, but you can't do that with everyone. Your lower tier clients are not going to get that kind of attention, but I'm also, if I just throw someone a meal plan, they're paying me $40 for it. So here I give it to them and I tell them you need to follow this. It will work for you, but you're not going to get weekly check-ins from me. I'm not going to tweak things for you if you're struggling with a week. So that's always something that's available to people, but it's not my recommendation. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you also just sell, it's almost like a product. Okay. Do you have a couple of those Mm -hmm. that I, that I do. So it's like a meal plan, a workout plan. I have a kettlebell plan and I'm getting ready to launch a core program that I just have programs for sale that are kind of running in the background. Nice. How are these product programs that are kind of low service? So you're not really doing an additional coaching with that. And they just kind of, I guess you can just buy it now. Sort of cool. How was that revenue stream for you? It's actually, I haven't really been focusing on it much. So kind of, I don't even really track it very well. (laughs) I just get the notification when it comes in and I'll see the payment and I'll go through and I'll send thank you. Thank you for purchasing this type of email or whatever. And just Mm -hmm. go from there. But I haven't launched the core program yet, but I've been kind of amping it up for the past couple of months while I've been working on it and working with my videographer and stuff to get everything streamlined and in place. Mm -hmm. So I'm expecting that one to do very well because there's been the build up to it, which is something that's actually really important when you're marketing a product is having that anticipation. And it's something that's been a big demand from my clients to see because everyone usually will reach out to me and say, wow, your abs are amazing. How did you get your abs? That's what they want. So this I've been kind of talking about for the last few months and working on for the last couple of months. And I should be able to kind of drop that and launch that here within the next couple of weeks. So that's really exciting. Um, Yeah, really actually quite excited about getting that going. But I think it's important if you do have products like that, you have to always be advertising them or marketing them. And I have not done (laughs) the world's best job of that. I kind of really do focus on my coaching because I feel like it is a little bit more lucrative for me to do the coaching stuff, but just Mm -hmm. always have the other options available that are kind of working and growing in the background for me. Yeah. So the the new program you're coming out with, it's a core program and it's Mm -hmm. like a downloadable product. And how much is that going to be? It's going to be 50 bucks. I only launched my website probably three months ago. So I'm not swimming in cash or making a huge amount of money from that yet. So it's something that I'm working on and growing and kind of learning how to market in the process. So majority of what I do sell in my business revenue does come from coaching stuff and not from my products that are kind of just sitting in the background. Since I push 
for people to go with a coaching option instead mm -hmm. of a lower tier option. I probably sell as far as lower tier, just programs, probably what, 10 a month or so, 10, 20 a month, uh, between the two of them, fitness and exercise or fitness and nutrition programs. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that's still really cool. And I totally get it. And I see that a lot because I mean, that $750 and a lot of people charge between 500 to $1,000. So that totally makes sense. Right. Um, how, so then how many leads or people reaching out to you specifically saying, because I know you have a, a good following, but how many people who DM you specifically say, hey, I'm interested in coaching with being coached by you? How many leads do you get a, a week, let's say? They're saying specifically that they want coaching. Will you coach me? Uh, probably maybe five to 10. I'll get a lot of more vague inquiries. Hey, can you help me? And I'll okay. be like, well, they'll say, hey, I saw you on TikTok or I saw you on Instagram or I follow you on Facebook. Can you help me? This is what I'm, I want to lose weight. Can you help me? So that's like, I, I couldn't even tell you like, a hundred a day. I don't usually oh, wow. really get to them, but I get a lot of direct messages. Do they turn into leads? So it sounds like that could be a decent. Yeah, I, yeah, they do. A lot of times they do. Sometimes they're just like, Hey, help me for free <laughs> <laughs> because it is social media. And that's kind of just, it comes with the territory. People mm -hmm. have this expectation that because you do something that you're supposed to just help them out or give them things or tell them what to do. So I do like to try to go through and interact and answer questions. I won't, you know, give anything away, but just to kind of create that relationship a little bit with people so that they're like, oh, okay. And then I will direct them to schedule an official consultation through my website. So, or even just send them there so that they can make a purchase on their own if they want, if they don't want to go the co coaching route. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. So you said you get a hundred messages a day, just new people, just even though they're vague. Up to somewhere from 50 to a hundred, something like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And I haven't really sat down and counted them, but it's a, it's a lot. I think right now in my Instagram requests file, last time I looked at it, I had 19 message requests as of just this morning that I haven't had a chance to jump in and grab yet. But yeah, so it's kind of a, a constant thing, but they yeah. go, they come from a lot of different social media platforms. And I think that's also really important. Instagram is a big one and it's it's really good for growing your business, but you also have to make sure that you're thinking about using things like Reddit, Twitter, TikTok, even Facebook as well. Just as many places as you can get yourself out there so that people see you and know who you are and know what you do, the better. Thanks for listening. Oh, I have three freebies. Number one, get your full edited transcription with bullet points of the key lessons from today's show on our website, fitnesssecrets.co. That's fitnesssecrets with an S at the end, .co. While you're there, subscribe to our newsletter, which gets you access to our monthly freebie marketing and operations content that you can use for your own fitness business. Freebie number two. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe to the show in your podcast player by hitting the subscribe button. 
Since the show happens because of listeners like you, could you also leave a review? If you email us your review at support at fitnesssecrets.co, you'll receive a complimentary one-hour coaching call with me and a $150 credit towards the first challenge that we will be releasing soon. Finally, freebie number three. We started the Fitness Secrets Facebook group. I know thinking and designing of new marketing campaigns, planning out your operations each month for your fitness clients is exhausting. Our goal is for the group to help you plan out your marketing, plan out your operations so you can get more clients efficiently. To join, go to facebook.com and search Fitness Business Secrets. Thanks so much for listening. I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode.